Welcome back to the SpongeBob Chronicles, a SpongeBob SquarePants podcast. And I'm one of your hosts, Chad. And I'm Ronnie. And that feels so good saying that, Ronnie. I know. Second episode yep. in. Hey, we're going to have to start settling in. You know, we're going to have to settle yep. in and really get cozy with the SpongeBob yeah. Chronicles. That being said, I want everybody that listened to the first SpongeBob podcast, because you're not going to skip that one and listen to this one first. Right. I want you to send something in and tell us how much you enjoyed that, how much you hated it, and if you're ready for the journey, because we're going deep in this. Ready for the journey and give us some thoughts. Like, uh, you know, this is even more different than the normal podcast, because I even feel like in the other animes that we've covered, there's more traditional, like, plot stuff to talk about. So if there's a certain thing that you think we should mention in these episodes, let us know. We're just going to keep analyzing the poo out of them. Oh, yeah. And that being said, too, tell us your favorite episodes or, you know, every time we have, because there's two, at least two episodes in each episode we cover, tell us which one's better. We'd love yeah, to hear it. tell us which one's better. If you do tell us our, our, your favorite episode, I might not read them because Chad and I played a game the other day after recording the first one where we were just so excited looking forward and we named like 47 episodes and then I was like, God, I want to go watch all of them right now and podcast on all of them right now. So to avoid mm-hmm. that feeling going forward, if you post your episodes, I'm just going to be like, I don't know yep. if I can look. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Right. And if you're listening to this on the Patreon right now, uh, my boy Ronnie over there has got a special video that is mm-hmm. going to be coming out here within a week to promote our SpongeBob Chronicles podcast. And that's just a little teaser for you get folks. Get the hype going. It took yeah. three hours to make. I expect it to get 500 views. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one or two subscribers from it. Who knows? What did you think about these episodes, Ronnie? I mean, coming back in strong, the we said it last week when we went and looked ahead. Bubble Stan and Ripped Pants. That's just a cla- That's what a great follow up from the first episode. Um, it, I wouldn't have picked either one of those this early. Bubble Stan maybe kind of makes sense. Bubble Stan makes sense. Ripped Pants, the fact that it's right here, right now in the second yeah. episode is insane to me. The fact that SpongeBob and Sandy's friendship has blossomed so quickly is, yeah. what a treat. I was listening to Frankie Grande the other day. Yeah. He really breaks it down in uh, the Sponge the sponge Square pod. Bean, whatever yeah, it is. so basically what Chad's alluding to there is after we recorded the first one, we were like, we're like, ah, I don't even know, if, do people even want a Spongebob podcast? Who knows? Uh, we're having so much fun, we don't care. But then I Googled Spongebob podcast to see what we were up against, and there was an official Nickelodeon podcast hosted by Frankie Grande. Uh, I believe you said he was 41. Yeah, something like that. 41. And we were like, wow, that's just weird. You got to at least be, you know, under 30 to be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or else it's just strange. It's just strange. But what I was going to say, though, is he said they knew what they wanted to do right from the start. And I appreciate that about SpongeBob. They didn't have to figure stuff out. It's not like the first, second episode, you're like, oh, they're still trying to figure this thing out. They were in the flow from the very beginning. Oh, Steven was living in Bikini yeah. Bottom in his mind for what yes. feels like nine years before he even started to yeah. put anything on television. Absolutely incredible work by Steven. I say we just hop right on into Let's this. Do it. Okay. First episode, Bubble Stand, like you said. We've got SpongeBob. He steps outside for an absolutely wonderful day. Um scallops are chirping. That's just another interesting Yeah, the seashell of, you know, floating. I guess he's floating across the water, but it makes you think he's flying. Right. Um He gets outside, he's ready to start his day, he does a little stretch, and then instantly just starts building a stand. Yeah, where does he get these two-by-fours from? Uh, He he doesn't go back to his house, it's like someone left them out in just the open field that is their neighborhood. Right. Well, we see this happen multiple times throughout the show. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but when Patrick uh, puts the two-by-four into his forehead, where does that come from? Too, you know, I haven't seen that episode in a while, so I don't know if he reached into his back pocket or yeah. if he went to a closet. I mean, this is so classic though. SpongeBob, he acts like he's just stretching, getting ready to start his day, and then just furiously starts building a stand. Um, Squidward, of course, gets angry by this because it's causing a commotion, and he yells at him to stop. And that's when SpongeBob starts slowly hitting the nail. Yeah, it's the classic trying to be quiet. And I was trying to think of like, because um, I've definitely done this. 
you know, maybe uh, sneaking in the kitchen at 1 a.m. to get the last piece of cake that's uh, in the on the counter, and you got to slowly open up the very mm-hmm. loud plastic lid. What about you, Chad? Are you uh, sneaking yeah. around, slow, uh, si- trying to silently let out gas. Ooh, that's a good one in the class, in class, or just anywhere. In I guess. class, um, I actually did that today at church. Oh, I was you did it slowly, letting out gas. There was a guy sitting next to me, and I was. I was just thinking the whole time, this poor lad, if I let it all out right now, his nostrils will ignite into flames. So I just was slowly letting it, silently letting it out. I mean, farts, that is one of the toughest ones. I, You know, they say, oh, whoa, don't fart. But so, I don't know how people don't. It's interesting. My cousin, they're little, you know, they're four and eight or something like that. They're not allowed to say the word fart. Really? They're allowed to say poot, toot, and uh, queef. No, not queef. Whoa. (laughs) I don't know where that word came from. Gas, but they're not allowed to say fart. I think that's so lame. (laughs) And I know the parents of these people, and uh, to me, that is just one of the lamer things you can do. It is is interesting because they're allowed to say a lot of other things where I'm like, huh, that doesn't quite add up, but, you know, to each their own, to each their own. But yeah, the funny thing about this, Ronnie, is you can't silently hit a nail into a board. <laughs> right, right. The, the, there's definitely no way to silently yeah. do that. But this is why I love SpongeBob, though. He He's just funny like this. He silently does it and looks over. He double takes three times right here, looking over at Squidward. Um, he then gets tired of it. Squidward starts uh, playing the clarinet and then just finishes it up really quick, really loud, and instantly has a sign that says 25 cent bubble stand. Right, you gotta rip the band-aid off. We see while he's being quiet, Squidward's up in his rec room, which is, it's a great rec room. You know, it's a a little music studio for him, uh, a little art studio as well, and the self-portraits, which that has to just be the craziest thing ever, um... Don't do self-portraits. You can't do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, And there's so many of them. Do you think, do you think he made it, or do you think he bought it? No. I th- Well, we do know that there's a lot of people that look like him, but I think that we're supposed to believe that he does it. Which, if that's the case, I will say, much better artist than he is musician. Yeah. Dude, for him to be such a miserable uh, fast food worker mm-hmm. as what he's uh, portrayed in the first episode... He has an artistic side to him. You wouldn't think he would be creative and stuff. You'd think he'd go home and just maybe, you know, back in the day, I guess Nintendo 64, he would just play video games all day and not do anything else. It's really a sad case of uh, he can't, he hasn't found anyone that shares similar interest, which is why he's such a miserable, yeah, miserable person. I mean, how many people do you know that play the clarinet on the daily? Not a whole lot. And speaking of the clarinet, uh, of course, I've got the captions on because I'm so, yeah. you know, trained to read captions due to anime. There is a hilarious caption that it'd be one thing if it just said playing notes off key. Yeah. They went out of their way in the captions to say playing basic notes off key. <laughs> basic <laughs> notes off key. <laughs> and, and I appreciate that because I would have no idea what basic notes are on yeah. the clarinet. They're like, it can't get any easier than what yeah. he's trying to do and he's still doing it wrong. I'm going to create a what on earth segment, Ronnie, for this uh, series. What on earth segment? Okay. Yeah. My what on earth segment here is what on earth was Steven smoking to create a character that was a squid whose favorite hobby is playing clarinet? Well, and that's, and you could say that about a lot of things in SpongeBob, but for this episode, I'll do it probably once an episode. This is my what on earth for the episode. All right. I mean, that's the thing about the show. You could do 27 what on earths. This is my what on earth though. But I, and I agree with it. My big thing is why was he like, oh, and it's definitely got a huge nose because squids, I don't think have noses. You know what I mean? Maybe because they don't have noses, that's the funny part about it. Give them a big nose, even though they don't have noses. Well, and he's very nasally, too. Maybe yeah. they hired the voice actor, and then they're like, oh, well, he's got to have a big no- nose because of the way mm-hmm. this guy's voicing him. So feel free anytime you want, 
well, anytime you want once an episode to do a What on Earth. You're inviting me to the What, what on Earth segment? Yeah, I give you one chance an episode to hop in on it. All right. Um, so yeah, the funny part about this is SpongeBob's a great businessman because 25 cents to blow one singular yeah. bubble. I'm glad is, you had the same note. It, it kind of expensive, and by kind of, I mean absurdly expensive. His margins on that, especially in the '90s, we're talking about the '90s, have here. to be insane. Like you yeah. can make bubbles with just dish soap and water. Yeah. Also, though, we've never seen anybody walk past his house. So who exactly <laughs> yeah, is yeah, he yeah. trying to lure in here? The uh, the other thing too is we see his sign that says bubbles. Now, everyone knows about the classic, you know, when you were making a poster as a little kid or who's maybe you're making posters as a big kid, uh, also known as adult. We've all done the move where you start off really big and then you gradually get smaller as you realize that you're running out of room. Yeah. SpongeBob did this thing where he went huge B and then I guess he kind of panicked went with a small little U that just like fits right next to the top half of the B. And then he goes, oh, wait, no, I got room. And then just continued with huge letters. Okay. I didn't even notice that. I'm glad you pointed that out. Um, Patrick wakes up, though. He hears the commotion and falls off his rock. This is the... You can't start off the morning without Patrick falling off his rock. That's just how it goes. Um he goes up to SpongeBob though. He doesn't have a quarter. So what mm. does SpongeBob do? Being a good friend, he is. He gives him a quarter to borrow. Not good business strategy here, but yeah. So it was. It was like you initially thought, "Wow, he's a cutthroat businessman," and then you realize, "Oh no, he's he, what a good guy. He, yeah, he's literally good... giving the patrons the this money." To... <laughs> well, 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 getting ahead of myself. He, I think, he definitely picks out who he gives right. his quarters. To. <laughs> right, right. So Squidward. Okay, he makes the joke that business is booming <laughs> and walks back to his clarinet and continues to play that. Um, again, SpongeBob ahead of itself. We I know business is booming is a term that's been around a long time, but it became big a few years ago where everyone said business is booming. Well, I'll do you one better. Something that I saw in this episode where I was like, I don't think this is why we say it on the Patreon or why Travis says it on the Patreon. But it could be. Uh, when Patrick walks up to the stand and sees that it's a quarter, he goes, oh, very reasonable. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and and <laughs> for people who don't listen to our Patreon, anytime we're uh, harsh on my brother Travis, make him do Travi Patties, also known as push-ups for being bad on the microphone, a lot of times he goes, oh, okay, yeah, very reasonable. Yeah. Even if he just barely misspeaks. Um so I have to ask him later. I'm like, did you get that from Patrick Starr? That's incredible that he said that because it is not reasonable at all. This no, it's cents. not. I mean, think about it. <laughs> yeah. Think about one bottle of bubbles, how much money you could get from one singular bottle of bubbles that probably costs, I don't know, yeah. $1.49. I think you. Can, <laughs> I think your margins have to be yeah. like plus 300 on that yeah. bad boy. So, Patrick, what does he do? He grabs... What do you call this thing that you blow into? The... Bubble wand. He grabs the wand, tries to blow into this bubble wand by... He's not even blowing. He's just making... (laughs) He's just going... uh, Yeah, he's... How do you do it? He's a kid trying to whistle without any prior knowledge. Yes, that's what he's doing there. SpongeBob's face while watching him <laughs> never changes. Yeah, it's just cheering for his buddy. It's just cheering for him. You know, letting we're, him try and work through it on his own. Where then he slowly puts lessons for 25 cents while keeping the same exact face. Okay, now the lessons for 25 cents, incredible value. Yeah. Because it was, as we're getting ready to see, this guy can blow the shit out of a bubble. Yeah. So to where learn Where do you think that, he learned this? I think he just developed it over time. You know, he's a bubble blowing technique, baby. I think he created the technique. I think so too. <laughs> bubble blowing, baby. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what does Patrick have to do though? He has to borrow another quarter to get lessons here, and that's when we learn that it's all in the technique. Okay, and now SpongeBob's going through the lessons. I'm going to give the lessons in order, and then I'll talk to you about what my favorite. Uh, 
step is in this lesson. All right, I've got a, a few thoughts on the thing as well. Okay, first you go like this. You, it's a leg lift. You spin around, you stop, double take three times. Yeah. That's my favorite one, by the way. Uh, okay, and that that's the one I have a note on. Because a double take three times... <laughs> First of all, it. I'm pretty sure it's just a triple take. And second of all, Boy, also, you double No, 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 Ronnie, you double take 3 times. I know, but okay. if you look, he starts here, he looks once, he looks twice, he looks 3 times. Yeah. Meaning he doesn't actually I think 3 double takes yeah. would insinuate 6 looks. It would insinuate that. That's why I I absolutely I was cracking up last night because I couldn't Obviously, this is one of the most famous SpongeBob episodes there is. I forgot how utterly stupid double taking three times was. Right. And when, when I was obviously analyzing the shit out of this episode, writing down notes, I just could not stop laughing about how good double taking three times well, really okay, is. Because I, I got excited because we have kind of patented the triple look when it comes with, uh, you know, yeah. f- trying to find love in the wild. We believe that if you get a triple look, you are in there. And that is yeah. for everyone. All right, let's say you're walking around, you see a girl, and you think, okay, maybe this is a, uh, maybe this is a potential interest right here, love interest. If they look at you once, everyone gets that. You know, you get that going through everyday life. Yeah. Someone just to see kind of where you are in their space. If they give you a double look, that could be anything from you have something on your face. You got something on your face. Maybe they recognize you. Um, any. They feel like they've seen you before, or something right. like that. Now, when you and when wage, you get a double take three times, yeah, when you wage in the waters of a triple look, mm-hmm. that means they're they're playing with themselves. All right, they're coming back to the honey pot one too yeah. many times to just be like, oh, I was just ch- looking at you. But I think it sounds even better if you say she double took me three times. What do you think? Well, I think you know that that doesn't sound as good, but. All right, so after he double takes three times, he then pelvic thrusts. Woo, woo. Terrible woo, by the way. You would not blow a bubble if that... Woo! That's better. Much better. Stop on your right foot. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Yeah. Now it's time to bring it around town. Okay, everything that you start saying, I go, that might be my favorite, and then the next one (laughs) is my favorite. And then you do this, and then you do that, and then you do this, and then you do that, and that, 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 and then boom, you're done. Okay, I can't really do the stuff he was doing in that, because yeah. he, he just started turning into letters at some point. Well, here's my personal opinion, okay? After I examined this, yes, it's his technique, maybe certain bubbles stem from his technique. What I believe the ultimate thing is, when you're blowing a bubble, you just got to be loose. You got to be loosey-goosey. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to do all these steps, but you got to have kind of your own technique to have that ch- childlike spirit in you. Mm-hmm. And that's what he, he does. SpongeBob's the best at having the childlike spirit in him. That's why he's the best neighbor for Squidward. Okay, and that's... We're going to get deep on this podcast every now and then. Of course. And that's some words of wisdom right there. So if you're being a Squidward, find you a SpongeBob. But what does he blow? He blows from some beautiful ducks. I mean, it's just gorgeous. If I could blow something like this from a regular bubble wand, I think I'd be making some money, if you know what I mean. And I got to be honest, I feel like as a kid, I thought that like maybe you could. Did you try the technique? Of course I tried the technique. Are you okay, kidding well, me? I don't, th- I don't think you did it right. I think you forgot to stomp on your right foot. But yeah, he just starts blowing like all these creatures. He even blows a boat. Patrick's excitement while watching this is just so awesome to see. And then with two hands, he blows <laughs> with circus music That's playing. That's how you know it's getting serious. Yeah, but with circus music playing, he blows an elephant. And this is the the famous Patrick laugh, the stupid laugh he's making, where he goes. <laughs> And says, it's a giraffe. Okay, and I can't tell you how many times throughout my life I have said random objects were giraffes. Giraffes, just from this moment. Yeah. The other thing that I noticed about Patrick here, now, they animate eyebrows on Patrick, and I'm not sure, does that keep happening? 
because I don't remember him having bushy pink eyebrows like they kind of animate on him in this episode. I don't remember that either. Did you notice the eyebrows last night? No. All right, well, then maybe they he always has them, and it just like hit me a certain maybe. way. But yeah, this goes into Squid's house, and this really pisses him off here. Uh, rightfully so, I mean. Yeah. Because, yeah, because when it pops, it obviously does the elephant noise. <laughs> yeah. So SpongeBob then shows Squidward his technique. Um, when he shows him the technique, he blows a butterfly that just f- flies all the way to Squidward, pops, but Squidward's not impressed. He says it's so lame. And that's when SpongeBob and Patrick just pout, put their head down, and walk into SpongeBob's house. And I'm thinking, wow, that was really mean of Squidward. <laughs> they're, they're really upset here. Um, they got the he got the best of them right here. But then Squidward, his the curiosity gets the best of him, and he goes to blow a bubble when SpongeBob just appears right at the sand. That'll be twenty five cents, sir. <laughs> uh, so Squidward, okay. Do you think that uh, Squidward gets charged twenty five cents if he hadn't just been such a dick to him? Or do you think that's when... Well, I think Squidward could have been like, I don't have 25 cents, and Spongebob would have let him borrow it. But I think in this moment, Spongebob was not going to let it happen because okay. he was such a dick. Yep. And it was at this moment where I... Because, you know, I started thinking deeply about the show, and I was like, is Squidward the only character that doesn't wear pants? Are you about to talk about his squid pockets? And then as, as I had that thought, he reached down into his squid pockets yeah. and pulled out a quarter, and I went, well, I don't know what I'd do with that. but Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> because he just wears like a, a shit brown uh, collared shirt, right. and that's it. But yeah, Squidward can't blow the bubble. It's so weak, it barely comes out. It's a tiny bubble, instantly falls to the ground, and then makes a farting noise yeah. when it pops. Don't say that in front of me, please. Please say toot. So what does he do? He just keeps paying 25 cents for each bubble that he blows. I can't believe Squidward is actually doing that. But while he's doing this, you know, Patrick and SpongeBob are in the background just going, technique, you got to do it. It's, it's technique. <laughs> They're very concerned. Yeah. Even yeah. Patrick's doing it, even though he never did the technique. He's never Still. successfully blown a bubble, but yeah. he's seen the technique at work. So yeah. he's a believer. Uh, Squidward is just absolutely pissed at this point. Does the technique... Okay, in the most sarcastic way possible. Also, when they're yelling technique, I don't know if you noticed this, part of the time they're on their left foot. Really? And I'm like, wow, are they trying to sabotage uh, Squidward? I could see that. They're probably pretty mad at him. But yeah, Squidward successfully does the technique in a sarcastic way and then just instantly screams as loud as possible into the bubble wand, which creates the most giant bubble. Yeah, so he does it, and how... I think that says something about Squidward. You know, he was he was being such a jerk, but yet he then was memorizing the choreography the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he did it perfectly. He did it perfectly. Yeah, he was definitely watching. He just has to act like he's grumpy all the time. That's when Squid blows it though. They start saying Squid is number 1, and of course of course, this gets to his head, and he just goes back inside. He's like, I told you guys, I'm the best at this. And then... Well, they chant one of my favorite things, and it was... Are you getting to that? Oh, yeah, right, right here he okay. goes. I guess it's just in my jeans. And then while he's walking away, they don't say anything, and then they just start going, Squid's got jeans. Squid's got jeans. And as a kid, I remember th- I didn't know what jeans were. I thought that Squidward actually just had a pair of blue jeans that he was like f- right. flexing on him. Squid's got jeans. Yeah. Great chant there. He goes inside and he just starts jamming on the clarinet. I'm not going to lie here. He's grooving. Yeah. This when, is pretty good. I guess he's one of those guys. He like warms up for 45 minutes, but when he starts letting loose, you know, he had a little funk to it for sure. Yeah. He actually had some fun outside. That's what really got him here. But the bubble ends up overtaking his home. Yeah. Uh, Patrick. That's that's the thing about the ocean. The currents, they change, and they send it right on back Mm -hmm. to him. I'm pretty sure Patrick is still chanting, Squid's got jeans, and then SpongeBob has to calm him down. And it takes away the the giant house, pops, very loud farting noise, and they both just look at each other with a, a, uh, I don't even know what face you call that. 
and walk back inside. I'll tell you what face it is. It's this. Uh, 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 yep. uh. They walk inside. Squibber's house falls. End of episode. So while he was up there in that bubble, we get like we get a bird's eye view of the neighborhood, and it is the worst city planning I have ever seen. I don't know if you uh, noticed it, but I was very interested in this. Let's Houses just sprawled. Here, there, everywhere with roads that look like some kid just scribbled on a crown and then they're like, you know what? Pave it. Pave it. <laughs> That's uh, Bikini Bottom for you. But I do love, like, it because it feels that way. The funny thing is when you zoom out, right, it's just their three houses, our characters' houses. No one for what feels like a mile and then other houses that are actually, like, close to each other. So, I mean, it just gives a lay of the land. We, yeah. we can kind of start mapping this place out. <laughs> and then we go into ripped pants. Yes. Now, before we get into that, are we going to discuss which episode of these do you like better? So I thought about it, and I got to go ripped pants. You go ripped pants. Okay. Yeah, what do you go? I think I might go bubble stand. See, I thought that you might do that because I know you're a Patrick man, and don't get me wrong, of course I'm a Patrick man, but I think with the combination of... Um, tunes. You like tunes. I love tunes. I'm a tune-forward uh, guy, and I'm going to be honest, I love... We get our first classic... Larry. Well, Larry, yeah, but we also get our first classic like um, nondescript side fish, and I love the side fish in the show. Yeah, yeah. We get from Ripped Pants one of my favorite memes that have come out of SpongeBob that we'll talk about. Okay. So I had to I had to land with that one. Uh, which side fish? Oh, you'll see them. Okay. <laughs> so Ripped Pants, we're introduced to Goo Lagoon, and we've got the guy. I'm gonna do a better accent this time. Can I try it? Yeah. Ah. Ooh, much better. Goo Lagoon. Well, <laughs> damn, it's too hard. It, man. But the eye, you're getting a little ah. better every week. Okay. Every uh, week, I'll, I'll try to improve upon it. Um, I That's another thing. Goo Lagoon, amazing. The idea... I remember my dad literally, like, as a kid, watching SpongeBob with me and my brother and arguing out loud with the TV that there was water underwater. <laughs> <laughs> it, is a, it is a funny concept. They're surfing underwater. But yeah, he even calls it a wonderful, stinky mud puddle. Yeah, because that's the other thing. Like, is it actually water? It might just be some uh, form of goo. It's just mud. I guess, yeah. Maybe. Um, SpongeBob's just being goofy with Sandy. They've already, you know, we've skipped, we've time skipped here. He's already become really good friends with Sandy. They've had multiple hangouts, it seems like. He's making Squidward boring jokes. How funny is that, that he's already clowning Squidward? So this is huge in multiple ways. One, these jokes are hitting with Sandy, which means that she's had run-ins with Squidward, Well, it, it which I would means, love to see. It either means she's had run-ins with him or SpongeBob just keeps com- yes. completely talking shit about Squidward. That's yeah, how she knows. That's it. what I had. It shows awareness by SpongeBob. He knows that Squidward sucks. <laughs> yeah. But... but He's fake to his face, I guess. He's just like, God, that SpongeBob's well, a faker. Yeah, SpongeBob's just such a nice guy. He would never be mean directly to him. But yeah, he just keeps making jokes, and he's absolutely rizzing Sandy up. She cannot stop laughing. Yeah, I mean, that's what they. I like to believe, anyways. The quickest way to a woman's heart is through the laughter. It really is. You could ask multiple people that. SpongeBob, he's on top of the game right here because Sandy... I have a feeling that if SpongeBob said, hey, do you want to move in? She would consider it at this point. No way. No? First of all, uh, Sandy, she's going to have to have SpongeBob move in with her. She's not ditching the tree dome. That is true. Why would you ditch the tree dome? It's too awesome. It's too great. I would move in with Sandy. But that's when Larry walks up. We're introduced to Larry, and he's asking if they want to go lift some weights. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just go up to the sponge and the chick. Like, you guys want to come lift some yeah. weights? You, <laughs> basically meaning, you guys want to come watch me lift oh, some yeah. weights? Oh, yeah. That's what he's talking about here. We're in a Baywatch episode right now. 
And oh my god, Larry is such a power lifter. He's got the build. Husky build, he's skipping so many leg days. Oh my gosh, yeah. I That was one of the moments I actually laughed out loud, was I had that thought that Larry was skipping leg day, and then they go, uh, they're getting ready to go to the scene where he starts lifting, and you can actually see his legs. And it's just one of those visual gags that made me laugh out loud. Yeah, he's the gym bro that absolutely does not hit the legs. But if you want him to bench press something, he's going to send it to the moon. Oh, yeah. He throws up some heavy-ass weights. Sandy really kills the weights. Of course she does. She's really strong, uh, fighting off clams and stuff like that. Um, And while they're doing this, SpongeBob, you can tell he's getting a little bit annoyed by it, even though he does have an at-home gym that he's been lifting at. Um, another classic Larry line is when he bends over so seductively and goes, how about a little more weight? <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, do you see how much he's overhead pressing here? I didn't count. Did you get the full uh, numbers? I think he's, I think he's doing 315. You know, if that bar overhead pressing 315, <laughs> if that bar is 45 yeah. and then he's got 345 plates on each side. Yeah. He's picking that God, up. Larry's a monster. Lifting it over his head. Pretty impressive so, numbers. I noticed right here before it's just showing a behind view of the crowd. Yeah. We have the my leg guy in the audience. Oh really? The my leg guy is in the audience. I was so excited to see him, but he he makes like no appearance whatsoever. He's just in the crowd. Well, that's the other funny thing about this uh the audience is like you know, what are they doing there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What are they doing? I yeah, mean, we're going down to the beach. Uh, Larry and the boys—they're just lift. They're doing chest day today, so we're gonna go check it out. That is very true. Like, I don't know why they're there, but that's how boring Bikini Bottom is, I guess. SpongeBob—he then goes up to a stick, mm-hmm. and he lifts this thing up. But of course, like no one pays any mind to it. That's when Larry—he's got to show off now because SpongeBob just did a little something. He lifts up the entire audience, bleachers and all. Well, don't shit on Sandy. She lifts two anchors, which have okay, to be she pretty did, yeah, yeah. heavy. Um, I don't understand how the SpongeBob stick lift doesn't get a chuckle. Yeah, it doesn't get a laugh at all. Like I, don't I know think he didn't that, rip his pants, yeah, but I don't think he's meaning it as a gag. But the someone from the audience should respect that. Be like, oh yeah, yeah, good one, bro, good one. <laughs> So SpongeBob, he crawls uh, under the sand, finds a guy having a campfire roasting marshmallows. Underwater. This is the Ronnie yeah. episode. And this is when, yeah, Lars is screaming at the television. They're underwater. That's my what in the world moment. What on earth? Well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, what on, what on earth uh, moment Okay, is they were like, all right, then there's a guy having a campfire eating s'mores at 1.30 p.m. on a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, by himself. No one's around. Uh, he grabs the marshmallows, puts the marshmallows on the stick, struggles a lot with it, mm-hmm. and what does he do here? He does the name of the episode. He rips his pants. So also the idea that he's like, God, all right, the stick didn't work. I've got to, I've got to fucking up this somehow. What can I do? Yeah. Is that wait? Is that guy roasting marshmallows? Let me, let me slide in, sneak in real quick, and that'll impress him. That'll impress him. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, uh, this is like. Me going to a bodybuilding uh, show, taking my shirt off, and just walking up on stage with the the people. That's what it's like. Yeah, it's a tough spot for him, and it goes to show, really, like, as a kid, I was just like, oh, yeah, Spongebob, Sandy, they're friends. In these first two episodes, Spongebob likes Sandy. He's crushing on her, because... You don't freak out about this if you don't have a crush on the girl. Right. Yeah, when, when a big macho man comes up in front of her and starts lifting weights and then... You're just like, oh, there. yeah, well, you know, I'll see you later if you're just yeah. friends. This, this, honestly, I'm not kidding. This reminded me of you, Ronnie. He's jealous. Well, how so? What this, do you mean? You being SpongeBob. What do you mean? I just feel like you would... You're... Uh, first of all, I was the guy eating marshmallows at 1.30, but go ahead. You're a funny guy, you're, you know, risen up a lady, and then, you know, somebody, you know, really attractive, really big, really muscular, comes walking up and kind of takes her attention away Hmm. and leaves you feeling down. Now you're like, I could see you like heavily think, like you pull out the notepad and you start writing down, okay, Okay. what, let's see what works. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you why why I'm not SpongeBob. 
we need to discuss how weird it is that he's wearing underwear under his swimsuit. That is weird, yeah. I don't. I don't that. like how you thought about it for a second. Well, at first I was thinking of his actual like swim square pants, but you said swimsuit. I was yeah, like, he's yeah, wearing yeah. a blue swimsuit that when it rips, it reveals he's wearing a pair of tidy whities yeah. underneath it. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's when everyone just starts dying laughing, and then we've got what I presume to be Ronnie's favorite side fish come up here. <laughs> Surfer guy? Yes. Surfer fish? Um, can you do his laugh? Because I think I could do his laugh pretty good. Uh, okay, you do it. I don't right, think I got on. it. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he thinks it's absolutely hilarious. To be fair, ripped pants are funny. They're funny. Oh, ripped pants are, are hilarious, yeah. I uh, Travis, a few months ago, he ripped some of his work pants, and I took a video of him playing ripped pants in the background because when anytime someone bends over and you just see you know some of their leg and their, uh, their underwear, that's just classic humor. Well, there's a hilarious video from a, a gym where a guy's squatting, and he's not wearing underpants, Ooh. and he squats like a... An enormous amount of weight, and it rips his pants, and then his whole ass is out. Ooh! And uh, it's like from the workout camera thing, and uh, like from the facility. But everyone starts laughing because it's hilarious. It's yeah, absolutely that, hilarious. That's tough. Um, so the one thing about the surfer guy who's really hyping up SpongeBob, and he's gonna do this a few times. I'm totally for this guy. If I'm SpongeBob, though. I am absolutely pissed off about him slapping my back like that. Yeah, he did slap his back pretty hard. He's high. He's definitely high. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, this is what like this is what a lot of people do at a young age. I'd say my little cousin does this. He does something funny that he probably shouldn't do again, but every, he got a laugh out of people. So now he's going to continue to do that the oh, rest yeah. of the night. Yeah, I had a note on here later on. I'll get to it now since you said that. This episode feels like it was trying to teach kids the lesson of don't you know, run a joke into the ground. Yes. Kids everywhere did not listen. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I was kids yeah. back then. <laughs> kids will make you laugh with one thing, and then they're doing that the rest of eternity. Yeah. And if it's in the case of even like my little cousin... They'll remember that shit for the next six years and keep coming back to the well, being mm-hmm. like, I remember six years ago, I made him laugh one time with this. Yeah, it's like hitting the whoopee cushion yeah. the first time, and then it's like people weren't expecting it, they laugh, and then when you just do it the rest of the night, every five minutes, it wears down a little bit. So they start playing volleyball, they're hitting it back and forth, and what happens? He rips his pants hitting the volleyball. That gets a good laugh at everybody. Of course, Surfer Fish yeah. comes up, hypes him up even more. He's like, dude, you're hilarious. It's the rule of three. You get three of them. It's funny three times and then be careful. Mm-hmm. Also, how does he just keep getting new pants that are unripped to do this? I don't know. That's true, too. They start playing Frisbee. He yells for Sandy to throw him the Frisbee. It hits him straight in the face. It, he gets me here with this one. Because I, he, he goes, I need a hand over here. And uh, Sandy runs over way too, first of all, she does the girl thing where she's like way too worried about a Frisbee to the face. Like, oh, are you okay? Calm down. It's just a Frisbee. Yeah. And I thought part of the gag was going to be she helps him up and he rips his pants then. No. He's playing the long game. He lets her help him up. And then as he's standing there, he just goes, ripped pants, by the way. there is no reason he got ripped pants he just had them and he just was pointing it out again it's kind of lazy it is very lazy and this is when he gets way ahead of himself because he goes up to the ice cream stand he tries it on the ice cream man Mm -hmm. sandy is still she still laughs at it she still thinks it's hilarious but the ice cream man is not having it a good rule to live by don't try and joke with grown men running the ice cream cart at a beach (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. because those guys aren't living the best of lives i yeah. don't think well especially this guy you can tell from the moment spongebob walks up he's not having it and then he goes to the snack bar he's got to go try it at the snack bar <laughs> um well he he does a one too many here at the snack bar but one of them 
he he should have gotten laughs, even though he had ran it. Into Which the, one was it? When he has a delivery of ripped pants. Yeah, Chad. That is good. that is pretty good. That's criminal that no one at the snack bar laughed at that because yeah. that one took a little effort. He had to get a box, you know, open it up on one side and then slid his butt through. <laughs> I mean, delivery of ripped pants. Uh, so then that you know that passes by we go to the lifeguard and surfers they're surfing at the ocean you know we've got larry and sandy they're doing cool surfing moves everyone's cheering everyone's watching spongebob comes up what does he do the announcer goes and spongebob's ripping his pants again and he's his surfing is just ripping his pants right Uh, uh this is where i started to realize you said there wasn't much to do in Bikini Bottom earlier because those guys were watching the lift sesh. I could not disagree more. This is the most eventful beach day I've oh, ever yeah. seen in my life. Lifting weights, volleyball, frisbee, uh, surfing, surfing contests, surfing contests, snacks. Yes, yeah, snacks. Laying out in the sun, ripping pants. I mean, it's a full day event. Mm-hmm. And then we got a lifeguard. You know, he finishes up the surfing, but SpongeBob. He falls. He mm-hmm. washes up on shore. And I'm worried here. The lifeguard goes, hey, look, a cardboard box washed up. Holy fish paste. It's a guy. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite memes to ever come out of oh, SpongeBob. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Because, listen, yeah, you know, nowadays people with the trans community, they can be tricky. All right. If you're just swiping somewhere, you can be fooled. And it's just a good way to just be like, hey, heads up. It's just a good way to say, holy fish paste, it's a guy. Right. You know, you go, oh, wow, this James Charles looks pretty good here. And if you don't know James Charles, you can be fooled. And then someone hits you with the, holy fish paste, it's a guy. And then you got to back out real quick. You go, whoa, okay. Didn't know what I was getting into. They were trying to trick me. Right. And then that's when the lifeguard, he puts on like this display of just, he's saying, why, why with SpongeBob? He's just so concerned for him. The idea, <laughs> yeah, because SpongeBob is very clearly living. He's muttering <laughs> yeah. words. The idea that this lifeguard thinks that he is just slowly dying. Slowly dying, yeah. yeah. He and goes, he's, he's not doing anything about it other than just screaming to the gods. Yeah. He's just, you know, SpongeBob's telling him to come closer. He says, I need. A tailor. And I mean, split me sideways back in the day. Chad, I because had n- I ripped my pants. And I had no clue what a tailor was. <laughs> no clue. By the way, this is by far the funniest one SpongeBob did. Out of all of these jokes, this one is the funniest and it got zero laughs. No, well, yeah, because if you're actually there, you well, any smart person would go, well, he's not dying, he's talking to the guy. <laughs> It's like when you're little. It's like when you're sitting on your little. <laughs> I need a tailor. Oh, oh god! No so, nine-year-old knows what a tailor no, is. I had no idea what it is, but that is. I mean, that joke could not be any better. To just fake your own death and then tell somebody you need a because tailor. I ripped my pants. <laughs> so funny. They all get mad. Of course, the surfer surfer guy says, "Not cool, mm, dude." Yeah, and that one hurts because it's not that he's mad. He's just disappointed. So we then go to SpongeBob. He's in a tent and he pulls out a notebook. He's just marking off all of his ripped pants ideas. (laughs) (laughs) And this joke, this is one of my favorite jokes in the entire episode that he, it obviously is just showing how hard he is trying to pull off this ripped pants since it worked the first time. And, you know, he goes with the ripped pants off. But no one laughs at that. Well, I also love the delivery of when he goes, uh, he's drowning. No. <laughs> no yeah. <laughs> that one did not yeah. work. Drowning. Everyone else, everything else worked, but not that. Um, and yeah, that's when we see Sandy has left the funny man for a muscle man. Yeah. She's chilling with Larry. She's not even bothering to look at SpongeBob's ripped pants off joke. Tail as old as time. So then SpongeBob thinks he's the biggest loser on the beach, but we've got a guy with sand in his buns. We've mm-hmm. got a girl with that forgot to put on sunscreen. She's super burnt. Yeah. And then we've got a whale that was buried in the sand and forgotten. I mean, out of the four of them, Chad, which way are you going? Who is the biggest loser on the beach? 
I would say SpongeBob because he let the girl slip away. Yeah. Anytime you let a girl slip away to a muscle guy and you can't pull off the jokes anymore, I think you're the biggest loser. I think second place is like the whale. Just literally being yeah. a whale and being left at the beach, that's pretty tough. Yeah, somebody buries you and then they forget about you, right. that's pretty bad. Sand in the buns, it's like, all right, you just had a, you mishandled the buns. You get some more. Yeah. Why are you still at the beach? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the idea that you got sand in your buns and now you've just been wandering around the beach yeah just calling yourself the biggest loser at the beach <laughs> everyone left they were oh what if way to go yeah. kyle you dropped the buns yeah i'm out of here Sponge- think about what you've done spongebob says he lost his best friend when he ripped his pants now he's calling sandy his best friend does he really mean that or does he mean his girlfriend yeah, because I, Patrick's not, his best friend. He's not thinking straight. He's not. It's like they're in the honeymoon phase uh, in SpongeBob's mind, and he's probably being kind of a bad friend to Patrick uh, over the past couple weeks. But Patrick probably doesn't really pick up on it. Oh yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah, she's not his best friend. Yeah. And that's when the song begins, Ronnie. Five out of five. Five out of five. What song? Oh, I mean, it's such a good song. What? I was going to do another What on Earth. Actually, I can because this is the second okay, half of so the first episode. Okay, so you're going not podcast episode, each episode Each episode. My What on Earth is what What convinced them to, one, write this song, Yeah. two, how did it even come to mind? Did they create the episode? And then you know they were like, oh, shit, we still have three minutes left we have to cover. And then Steven was just like... I know, I know the move. We're writing a song right yeah, now. Yeah, because there are some shows that like this is part of the thing that they do. They go the, they kind of throw in a song every episode. SpongeBob is not one of those shows. It's no. just like every now and then they go. You know what? We could fit a song into this one. Mm-hmm. And they come up with an absolute banger here. It really is a banger. I mean, the ly- lyrically, it's genius. It's catchy. It's got everything you could want. Yeah, what was your favorite line from it? I mean, I've got the whole song here. I don't know if I should sing it or... Right, let me think. Um... I just love how these losers with him, yeah. or they, they're calling themselves losers, never show up in the show again. This is the only episode they're in. That's true, yeah, because they, like you said, they reuse some of these extra fish, but they, we never see these guys again because they're such losers. Um, Sing a little bit of the song for me. Um, Spongebob turned into a clown. Okay, and that's why, because my favorite part of the song is when they go high and they go, because no girl ever yeah. wants to dance with a fool who went and ripped his pants. Yes. And then obviously the other part is uh, when he goes, sand in your bones. Yeah. Doom, doom. Yeah, that's such a good, I love that part right there. Yeah, I think I, because it's it's pretty obvious here that no girl ever wants to dance. Yeah. So he does want to dance with Sandy. He, this isn't a, you know, he lost his best friend. He lost the girl that he wanted to dance with. Right, and this is kind of where I think the moral of this episode is don't run a joke into the ground. They try and do, it's like that's hard to tell to a kid, so they go a different route, and it's kind of like, oh, be yourself. Yeah, like, SpongeBob tried too hard. Yeah, he wasn't himself. He he did the ripped pants once or twice. That's himself. But when he continued doing it, yeah, it ended up where no girl wanted to dance. Because in the end, they stay true to yourself. Don't miss your chance, and you won't end up like the fool who ripped his pants. Which and I that's mean, a beautiful when message. you do it like a poem, you're spitting straight fire. Mm-hmm. And then they end up on a ginormous stage made of sand. And I didn't, like, longest day ever. But I'm like, okay. Did they play some smaller shows? <laughs> Was there also, like, a... Or on the busiest day of the beach ever, did they end the day with, like, a open talent show or open mic thing that they signed up for? Because then what a crowd they get here at the end. Yeah. Great crowd, great episode. And that's the end of the episode. Uh, I got one more thing. Larry gives SpongeBob a pencil to sign his pants oh, yeah. with, which is just absolutely psychotic behavior. 
That's so insane. But I also thought about that, like, how funny would it be? No one really does autographs anymore because everyone's just shoving phones into celebrities' faces and stuff. I want to take it back. Can we go to, like, a red carpet or something and just get, like, a number two pencil? And we just hand yeah. it to celebrities asking for autographs and see their reactions. Do we give them just, like, a normal sheet of paper? Yeah. Or maybe we do that, too. And then as soon <laughs> as soon as they sign it, we go, thanks. And we immediately just start erasing it. And we just look at them. Yeah. imagine that just start erasing it and just be like thank you very much for this <laughs> i'm grateful <laughs> oh uh, yeah rip pants wins the week for me okay i'm I'm still gonna go with bubble stand i love bubble stand so um but now we i mean you got anything else on those two episodes i think that's about it what are you watching this on by the way Amazon Prime. Okay. Prime Video. We got to do our uh, our weekly segment where we look forward to next week. Okay. Do you know what it is? My uh, my video just went out, by That's the way. That's okay. So I, okay. Do you know what it is next week? Uh, No, I actually don't. <sighs> another another banger. Another, okay. I mean, I think season one, there's not going to be any misses. I'll be honest. Another banger. I'm going to tell you the second episode first because I'm more excited for the first one. Okay. The okay. second episode is Plankton. Okay. Which we finally, you know, get introduced to Plankton. That's great. Plenty of awesome Plankton episodes coming. The first one, though, jellyfishing. <laughs> jellyfishing, jellyfishing, jellyfishing. <laughs> I'll, I'll say when I uh, used to play beer pong back in the day, when okay. I was a degenerate, you know, high schooler, my go-to with my partner, Tommy Boy, was we would do, we would rub our fingers in a jellyfishing-like manner and go jellyfishing, 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 and then shoot our shot. Oh, wow. What a fun little thing that yeah. you guys used to do. We loved it. Love that. All right. If you want more episodes right now and you're all listening on the free feed, go check out our Patreon. There should be three more just sitting there waiting for you, as well as uh, extra coverage on Vinland Saga and um, learn a little something with Ronnie and Chad. Yep. Other than that, Click on the link below, follow us on all the platforms, and we will talk with you later. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.